You're with Julian on the Brown Note approaching Christmas and the rise of fascism combined with um, the Murdoch press and the evangelical Christian. Lots of scary stuff happening in the world at the moment. I, I guess the modern iteration of it stems from Trump. But Trump stems from the Tea Party, which stems from Fox News. The Tea Party emerging at the end of the first decade of this century were a, a natural confluence on from Fox News from the early part of that decade, promoting this wildly lying, inaccurate version of the world because they wanted it and mercilessly attacking everything that they didn't like. Um, but it's I did a piece a while ago which was really interesting and and we're seeing protests mass protests around the world everywhere now we're seeing them in Australia as well even though they're, they're supported they're mainly anti-lockdown protests um, and they're not supported by anything more than a fraction of the people but in the midst of every one of these are far-right groups that used to be fringe groups now that have 10,000 people standing with them and these are troubling things um i did a piece ages ago it was a really interesting article about how the it wasn't fox it was a hundred years before how evangelical christians in america set the tone for all of this because charles darwin came out with his origin of the species and presented a scientific view of the world which was at odds with the biblical view of the world and in order to uh, fight that they basically came up with their own science uh, and their own schools even, and their own um, curriculums that were an anti-science. And they they made a large part of the public inocu inoculated from reason and science and logic and to treat fact as a, a, a mutable thing that they've got their facts, we've got ours. We don't like their facts, we're going to have ours. And that was from the late 1800s where they set up this paradigm where you could fight science i think a large part of it is media and uh, right-wing media of rupert murdoch and modern right-wing politicians because the first battles that we're seeing played out now were the climate change battles from the 90s from the 80s and 90s where people were promoting a fossil fuel industry centric view of the world to protect those industries from the right of politics attacking climate change as being this left-wing conspiracy if you think that science is left or right-wing you do not understand what science is which is the weighing of available evidence in peer-reviewed studies and coming to the most likely answer which can change if other evidence is presented there is no bias in science it is what is the most likely peer-reviewed answer to a question which will not be a definite finite answer it will be the best answer available at that time and through the 2000s we had this incredibly strong Murdoch press pursuing this notion that scientists were left-wing and being very anti-intellectual as well intellectuals are left-wing because most smart people are the reason that there's a you know not that many on the right that are prominent scientists and intellectuals because they're not as smart because they don't have the you know you don't cherry pick science you don't choose the scientific opinion of two percent of scientists because that's not what science is science is the overwhelming consensus 
because that's how it works it's not saying i i am choosing this scientist because i want to and they and and i'm working backwards from what i already believe to pick a science that, that agrees with me because you are then dismissing 98 percent of scientists you are being anti-science in that first place so I think we the anti-vax movement came uh, was analogous to the the anti-climate change movement. The anti-vax movement started in the late nineties. The very strong Murdoch press anti-climate change action purely, even though Rupert Murdoch himself is well aware that climate change was real twenty years ago, they needed to protect their industry buddies and their you know their neoliberal mates in their oil companies. So they ran a disinformation campaign, but unfortunately at the same time there was this anti-vaccination group moving up through the ranks. And who knew that we would have a virus that took over the world? It wouldn't have even happened had COVID not happened. Um, so I think the world was being primed. It's close to Christmas. Um, I think the world was being primed to reject science, and this crushes me because it's almost like the modern politician has gone from, on the right of politics, has gone from attacking science to standing behind science. The last people whose opinion you should not take as verbatim truth are medical practitioners and scientists, the overwhelming consensus of them. Don't believe politicians. I don't. I don't do this channel because I believe politicians, but two groups I do believe in are medical practitioners and scientists who know a lot more than I do and you do about these issues. They aren't politicians. Yet we've now got a group of people that regard them again as the enemy, just the same as the people that were against the Darwinists regarded them with you know, distrust and fear as the enemy. They are scientists. They're telling us the world as it is. They're giving us their expert opinion of the best possible course of action to take at the moment. And we've got people like the right wing of politics in Australia, where Scott Morrison's got an appealing to the fringe of right politics written in his DNA. And lots of people in his party that are outright calling for insurrection, despite the fact that they are the government. They are asking for in George Christensen, all these people are in government. They are the government. Their policies are the things that they're protesting. It's like they are trying to make out that there's this left-wing conspiracy going on when they're the actual government, literally in power. So it's, it's actually a much more dangerous paradigm than I'm, I've probably covered before because when, fa when fascism rises, it's not because 90% of the people in the world or in Italy or in Germany are massive fascists. When Italy turned fascist and when Germany turned fascist, near 50% of their populations were completely the opposite. Communism was massively popular in Italy and Germany. In fact, when Hitler took over and annulled any future democracy in Germany, the largest sitting party, I believe, in Germany was the Communist Party. These things are fractional. We've seen with Trump winning something like 60,000 votes more than Hillary Clinton across three states, won him an election. We saw Brexit being won by less than 2%. And we're seeing a lot of a fragmenting of society.
where very, very dangerous views are very cleverly moving. I've got friends that are anti-vax and they fit into one category. Usually attractive over 35-year-old women who are quite into wellness and yoga. And they are marching alongside genuine neo-Nazis who are using this to their own ends. They are smuggling themselves into much larger groups of people when their aims would have been considered aberrant. The trouble is, is it these rabbit holes that people go down, they end up finding themselves more agreeable to these extreme right-wing positions than you would have ever believed that someone who's your friend could ever be, but it will happen. And that's what's scaring me. Um, fascism doesn't arrive because 99% of the people are right-wing. It arrives because they've manufactured a way to get into power and destroy the other 50% of people. And, they're, you know, look at how the American elections are so polarised. We have Donald Trump genuinely a possible dictator in America, winning fractional elections and then losing by m millions of votes. But also, it wouldn't have taken that much in those states for them to have gone the other way as well. And when you've got people putting the pressure on, like Cambridge Analytica targeting, I think they targeted 300,000 votes when Trump, voters when Trump won, to get him over the line by bombarding them with um, extremely targeted advertising, uh, the same in Brexit. And when you've got politicians, you know, trying to wind back voting rights in, in Australia, the right are just so slavish to anything that the Republican Party does in America, who should have been labelled an extremist organisation ages ago. Um, that They will they try to introduce voter ID laws in this country as well. All these things are designed to stop the left-hand side of politics voting or to dissuade them or to put the fear of God in them if they turn up at a polling booth. And um, the, the impacts could be very, very strong. I think we're entering in an era where fascism is possible. And America had a very near miss. Uh, people can joke about the riots in the Capitol, but there is no doubt that Donald Trump would accept a dictatorship in America. More than 50% of Republican Party people who support the Republican Party said, more than 50% said that they would support Donald Trump taking over the country in undemocratic means because they don't agree with the vote. So these are really troubling times. We're seeing all throughout Europe, we're seeing these thousands and thousands of people protesting and these previously very hardline neo-Nazi groups um, who are now claiming to be freedom groups. The last thing that neo-Nazis or far-right groups believe in is freedom, as has been proven over and over again whenever they've got in power. So this is a really dangerous time in human history. Um, Trump is just a, bell <coughs> a bellwether for this. Um, you know, I really hope he fades from view, but we've had the Republican Party acting as an obstructionist, right-wing extremist organisation for 15 years nearly. So happy times this Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs>